You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. My name is Greg Jackson. I'm a PhD holding historian, a professor, and the creator of History That Doesn't Suck, a podcast that makes legit, seriously researched American history come to life through entertaining stories. Join me for a chronological telling of the United States story, from the revolution to fractious civil war, tenacious inventors, brave reformers, and more. With more than 100 episodes, you can already binge listen your way from 1776 to the early 20th century. Listen to History That Doesn't Suck on Spotify. Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Ken. And we are from the Triviality Podcast, a pub trivia-style game show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Join us each week for an hour-long game of general knowledge trivia featuring special guests from around the world, plus tons of extra themed episodes. If you want to improve your trivia game, or you just want to scream at us in your car when we get easy questions wrong, then we're the show for you. Find Triviality on all your favorite podcast apps. But you know that, because you're already listening to a podcast. Useless information. Hi, I'm Steve Silverman, and you're listening to a classic episode of the Useless Information Podcast. I originally wrote this story about Sir Alfred for my Useless Information website in the late 1990s, and then later opted to include it in my second book, which was titled Lindbergh's Artificial Heart. This recording was released on February 17th of 2008. At that time, I was only three weeks into my podcast career, so this definitely qualifies as vintage. That story was basically unknown here in the United States when I first wrote it, but that all changed when Steven Spielberg released the movie The Terminal in 2004. What that did is it catapulted Sir Alfred to worldwide fame, so now all one needs to do is do a quick search on the web and you're sure to find countless retellings of the real story. Supposedly, the film was loosely based on Sir Alfred's life, but I have to tell you the only commonality that I saw was that they were both stuck in an airport. Now, since so many years have passed since I made this recording, I'll just update the story a bit. Alfred Nasseri, the subject of the story, suffered from mental illness, and he ended up being homeless for quite some time. But he ultimately returned to Charles de Gaulle Airport in September 2022, where he lived until a heart attack took his life on November 12th of that same year. Estimates place his total length of time living in the airport between 6,518 and 6,548 days, which is just under 18 years. So let's take a listen. Welcome to the Useless Information Podcast, my collection of fascinating true stories from the flip side history. My name is Steve Silverman, and today's story is one that I call Sir Alfred. It's a story about a guy who is going nowhere. Now, before I tell you that story, let's talk about today's question of the day, which has to do with asteroids. In fact, it has to do with the asteroids in the asteroid belt that lies between Mars and Jupiter. And you've seen this many times in movies like Star Wars and other similar movies where they're flying through the asteroids. My question for you today is, if you're standing on one asteroid in the asteroid belt, how far away would the next asteroid be? Again, the question of the day is, if I was standing on an asteroid in the asteroid belt, and I look to see the next asteroid over, on average, how far away would that asteroid actually be? And I'll let you think about that for a little bit, and I'll tell you the answer at the end of this podcast. And now for today's story on Sir Alfred. It's a story about a guy who was stuck in an airport for a really, really, really long time. Now, I'm sure you've heard about people getting stuck in airports for a few hours or a few days due to snowstorms, but this is a guy that actually got stuck for 18 years in an airport. 
Now, the man we're going to talk about today is a guy named Merhan Karimi Nasseri, whose nickname was Sir Alfred. He was born in Iran in 1945, but in 1977 he was tossed out of the country. You see, he was a supporter of the Shah of Iran, and in the Iranian Revolution, he got kicked out. They didn't want anyone who supported the Shah anymore. So he sought refugee status and received it in 1981 from Belgium. And everything would have been fine in his life if he had just stayed in Belgium. But in 1988, he decided to move to Great Britain. You see, his mother was a British nurse and his father was an Iranian doctor. So therefore, he figured he'd go live in Great Britain. Unfortunately, he was mugged in a Paris train station and all his papers were stolen. He had no ID. Now, this really wasn't a problem until he actually got to England. When he got to Heathrow Airport, they wouldn't let him in. He had no identification. He couldn't prove that he's British. So they sent him back to Paris. And there he sat in the Charles de Gaulle airport while he tried to straighten this whole thing out. But it just wasn't that easy because Belgium had a policy that you had to go in person to pick up your papers. You couldn't just request them through the mail. But Sir Alfred had a problem. He had no papers to get into Belgium to go get his papers. He was caught in a catch-22 situation. Eventually, Belgium decided that he couldn't return to the country at all. And therefore, Sir Alfred chose to leave the country and he forfeited his refugee status. But all the publicity from this case made Belgium look bad, so they finally said, yes, he can come back to the country, but he must be under the supervision of a social worker. And this was insulting to Sir Alfred, so he said no. And the years went on and on, and there really wasn't much for him to do, so he slept on the airport benches, he read books, wrote in his diary, and he loved to talk to the passengers. In fact, I had students go there a number of years ago, and I asked them to check to see if he still was there. And sure enough, he was sitting there in the airport. Now, my students would always ask me, how did he bathe? Well, it was actually quite simple. He would go into the men's room before the crowds arrived, and he would wash up. And he also got food from the airport staff, so he wasn't starving. In July of 1999, Belgium finally sent him his papers, and he could actually leave. But unfortunately, by that point, he had gone mentally ill, and he refused to go. It wasn't until August of 2006, that's 18 years after he first got stuck in the airport, that he finally left. Why he left is actually unclear, but it is known that he was hospitalized for some unspecified ailment. So Alfred's story ends on March 6, 2007, when he was transferred to a homeless facility in Paris. Now, if this story seems somewhat familiar. It should, because supposedly, although there's no real confirmation of this, Nassari was actually paid $250,000 for the film rights to his life, which became the movie The Terminal, starring Tom Hanks. The only thing is, Tom Hanks, within a year, got out of the airport and went on to a really great life. Poor Sir Alfred was just not that lucky. Useless, useful, I'll leave that for you to decide. And now the answer to our question of the day, which had to do with asteroids. I asked if you were standing on an asteroid in the asteroid belt, how far away would the next asteroid be? Well, it turns out that the average asteroid in the asteroid belt is about one kilometer across. The next asteroid, on average, is about 5 million kilometers away. And just to give you an idea what that roughly would be, if you took that one kilometer asteroid and shrunk it down to, say, the size of a baseball, the next baseball would be about 237 miles away. Now, if you don't know the English system that well, that's basically the distance from New York City to Washington, D.C. here in the United States. So all those movies like Star Wars where they show these spaceships moving at high speed and trying to navigate around all these asteroids are just plain wrong. The reality is the asteroid belt is mostly empty space, and you have a pretty good chance of flying through there without hitting anything. 
Well, I hope you enjoyed today's story on Sir Alfred. If you'd like to read more true stories just like this one, please be sure to get a copy of one of my books. They are Einstein's Refrigerator and Other Stories from the Flipside of History and Lindbergh's Artificial Heart, More Fascinating True Stories from Einstein's Refrigerator, both written by me, Steve Silverman. They're available from your local bookseller, online retails, and, of course, through your local library. If for some reason you'd like to contact me, simply drop me an email at useless at steve.silverman.name. That's useless at steve.silverman.name. If you'd like to check out my website, it's uselessinformation.org. The website is uselessinformation.org. Thank you again for listening. All you need is a few minutes to start your day off with something historic when you listen to the This Day in History podcast. Every day there's a new episode for you to listen and learn about what happened that day way back when. So listen and subscribe to This Day in History wherever you get your podcasts. That's This Day in History wherever you get your podcasts.